time for another edition of the Right Bible Podcast. Stripping away 2,000 years of false doctrine isn't easy, but we've had lots of coffee. Now your host, Darren Kalama. With all the headlines and noise about the fake plague, are you worried about viruses? You know, the first Christians had a solution for that. These first Christians did more than just let us know about the very first Bible, for example. They also knew a thing or two about health and staying healthy. It's knowledge that we can apply to our situation right now. Now, obviously, anything the first Christians like the Marcionites did as they lived, worked, and prayed is of great interest to us here at the church. And that includes health, especially today. You see, they didn't have modern medicine, surgical units, and level one trauma centers to fly to. So how did they survive? I mean, besides a belief in God. The answer is simple, and it's all around you. Despite the fake plague known as COVID getting all the headlines, there are actual germs and viruses that you should rightly be concerned about. And unlike COVID and its 99.99% recovery rate, they're actually dangerous. The same pathogens that sickened and killed the ancient Greeks and the first Christians are with us today. And no, I'm not talking about the people that murdered Jesus. These are disease-causing microbes like SARS-CoV-2, E. coli, and MRSA. And they can live on surfaces like plastic, metal, and cardboard for days. And some forms of infectious yeast, they can survive for weeks. Now, as Christians, we know the power of water, especially holy water, water that's been blessed. We use it in baptisms, exorcisms, and other rites and sacraments. Satan doesn't like holy water. And the holy water that's used against pathogens and viruses is copper. Yep, plain old copper, like they used to use on old pennies before fake became the new real. You see, copper kills almost all viruses and pathogens dead, on contact, and the survivors don't last more than a couple hours. This isn't anything that the witch doctors and voodoo priests at the World Health Organization are going to tell you about as they pimp a fake plague. And it's just about the last thing that the Jesus killers running Pfizer and Moderna want to talk about. Yet there it is. Simple copper. Good old copper. You see, copper has five kill mechanisms when dealing with pathogens. The main one is destroying the cell wall, but it doesn't stop there. No, it's just getting started. Now, three of those kill mechanisms have to do with microbial cellular toxicity. As the oxidizing copper atoms break down the cell wall, the bacteria attempts to adapt to the environment by taking in from its surroundings or pushing unneeded elements out. And as a result, the copper ions flood into the cell. Copper is quickly toxic to the inside of the cell, which is full of fragile DNA-making parts. The three mechanisms involve different aspects of these internal mechanisms, from energy production all the way to DNA writing. And this mechanism is like the story of the Trojan horse. Outside, the army was working hard to break down the wall, but Once the army found a way inside, it quickly destroyed the inhabitants. The army has many mechanisms for destroying the enemy. Stopping the food supply, in this case cell energy, disrupting communications, the DNA writing, or destroying their weapons and supplies, otherwise known as displacement flooding. 
The third category and fifth kill mechanism is through the pathway of free radicals. Oxidizing copper releases these free radicals, these atoms of oxygen and hydrogen or oxygen hydroxide. And these atoms are highly reactive with other substances because they have one or more unpaired electrons. This makes the atoms unstable. Now, all atoms want to be stable, so they seek out an electron to make a stable pair. And as a result, they steal an electron from surrounding molecules, setting off a destructive chain reaction in the bacteria's cell membrane, rupturing it and ultimately killing the bacteria. Now, some hospitals at universities that are less reliant on cash from Big Pharma are using copper to save lives. Let's hear what a professor has to say about the results they've seen so far. Hi, I'm Michael Schmidt. I'm a professor of microbiology here at the Medical University of South Carolina. And I'm going to share with you an exciting story that we've conducted over the last three years where we asked a really simple question. Well, something as simple as copper, something that each and every one of us have in our pockets, in the coins, will something as simple as metallic copper help control the spread of hospital-associated infections? To make a long story short, the answer is yes. By placing copper on strategic points in our hospitals, principally on the rails of the patient's bed, on the overbed tray table, on the arms of the visitor's chair, the nurse's call button, the IV pole, and the bezel around the monitor that hangs over the patient's bed, we asked a question. If we reduce burden, can we reduce infections? And the answer was yes. We cut the infection rate in rooms that had copper by over half. This is a serious problem in the United States today. The United States spends about 45 billion extra dollars on hospital-associated infections each year. And if something as straightforward as putting copper on the rail of the bed can cut infections in half, just imagine what we can do for healthcare. The patients won't acquire the infection. They'll have a better outcome. So copper is really an inexpensive solution to lowering your risk of acquiring an infection. And at MUSC, it's all about lowering the risk to the patient so that we can generate better outcomes. Now that all sounds great, but how can we apply this science and the simple magic of copper created by God to our personal protection? Well, it's very easy. It's called copper tape. Just cut a piece off to fit and apply it to the things that you touch the most doorknobs, handles in the kitchen and bathroom, especially the toilet handle. What else do we touch all the time? Oh, our cell phone, the computer mouse, the TV remote, even a vape pen. You know, if you drink a lot of water, and you should, why not drink it out of a copper water bottle? Yep, they make those too. Anyway, I'm going to add some links in the show notes so you can pick up the tape and water bottle. Uh, it doesn't really matter what brand you buy as long as it's 100% copper. I'm Darren Kalam, and we'll see you next time on the Right Bible Podcast.